For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Top four, Creighton 8, BYU 0, as Austin Deming digs in and swings and misses at the first pitch he sees from Justin Kleinsword here in the fourth, the 0-1. That's chop foul. Big O Tires presents on the rubber. Look at both teams' pitching numbers. Justin Kleinsorch, three complete innings, allowing just the one hit. Has walked one, struck out four. For BYU, Bryce Robison threw three. Eight hits, eight runs, all earned. Two walks, three strikeouts. 67 pitches for Roby. That's on the rubber, brought to you by Big O Tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. One ball, two strikes, says the 0-2 goes to 1-2. The pitch high from Kleinsorch, Austin Deming. Walked and was stranded in the first. That was a two-out walk for BYU in the first. Cougars have had base runners in the first and the second innings. Both runners stranded. Cougars went 1-2-3 in the third. And again, Creighton's yet to have a 1-2-3 inning on offense in this series. The 2-2 to Deming, and that's inside and low. So from 0-2 to 3-2, Kleinsorge in danger of losing Deming here with the leadoff batter in the fourth inning. BYU's leader in hits, slugging percentage, RBIs, home runs, total bases. Had a nice day yesterday. Cougars had a nice start yesterday as Deming fouls back to the screen. Well, this day is cold, but the Creighton bats plenty warm. Eight runs on eight hits through three innings. Three crooked number innings. Four in the first, two in the second, two in the third. And the Cougs have helped things along with two errors as Deming again fouls to the backstop. Every ball that hits the screen, a puff of mist will pop off the fabric as the twine is as soaked as everything else here at Hogland Ballpark today. The 3-2 from Justin Kleinsort. The righty kicks and deals. Austin Deming hammers that to the power alley and left, and that will be home run number seven on the season for Austin Deming. Homer yesterday and Homer today, and BYU's on the board courtesy of the big bat of Austin Deming. Home run number seven. It's 8-1, to one, and that is our first Zions Bank home run of the day. It is brought to you by Zions Bank. For banking that helps you game plan for life, Zions Bank is for you. Well, every journey of 1,000 miles starts with a single solo home run, and Austin Deming provides that for BYU. 8-1, to one, Deming goes deep here in the top of the fourth, and that was hammered between the 375 and 400 signs in left center field. So the Austin Deming home run, and the Cougars have their first run of the day. It'll bring up Cole Gamble, left-handed hitting Gamble, facing the righty Kleinsorge, and that's hopped to the catcher, Hogan Halikso, who had a two-run home run in the third to make it 8-0. Austin Deming's blast makes it 8-1. So BYU's RBI and home run and total bases and slugging and hits leader adds to all of his leads with that prodigious blast to left center as Gamble swings and misses for one ball and two strikes. Outside and low and again skipped to the catcher. Two and two. No one out. We're top four. And the Cougs are on the comeback trail. And that ends the run of 14 unanswered runs from Creighton. That's chopped foul down the first baseline. 14 unanswered runs with six coming yesterday and eight coming today. BYU went from leading 6-2 to losing 8-6 yesterday and then falling behind 8-0 today. So 
Creighton's 14-run stretch ends on the Austin Deming solo shot. It is 8-1, top four. And a 2-2 count to Cole Gamble. BYU's leader in runs scored, caught, uh, caught looking in the first. Oh, that singled off the pitcher's glove and then passed to the diving glove of the second baseman, Meggs. It'll go to center field on the ground for a no-out single. And so the Cougars have something going here. A Deming home run and a single up the middle for Cole Gamble, his first hit of the day. And now three for five in the series. It'll bring the right fielder, Ryan Sapiti to the plate, singled, advanced on a 1-3 ground out, stranded at second in the second inning. Justin Kleinsorge into the low 40s in pitch count. Bryce Robison, the high 60s. And Roby's day might be done through three complete. There are multiple pitchers up in the BYU bullpen. We may see one of them come in for Roby when the bottom of the fourth is presented. Eight to one, Blue Jays. That's high on an empty count. One ball, no strikes. On first base is Cole Gamble. Austin Deming, leadoff home run here in the fourth, put, putting BYU on the board. And head coach Ed Service will make a mound visit to Justin Kleinsorge. Service in his 20th year with the Blue Jays. It's a familiar name, former big leaguer Scott Service. The M's skipper is his nephew. Creighton Blue Jays 11 NCAA tournament appearances all time. Last was in 2019. They had one College World Series appearance in 1991. The home of the College World Series, Charles Schwab Field, Omaha, is the Creighton Blue Jays home ballpark. And we were to have played this weekend's games at Charles Schwab Field, Omaha, home of the College World Series. But the wintry weather there forced us to bust to Lawrence, Kansas on Thursday for the Friday game and now a Saturday game here at KU's home ballpark, Hogland Ballpark. So no games in Omaha. Slightly warmer weather, but that's all relative. Still very cold, and instead of rain here, it's snow in Omaha, and that lets us play ball. But it's brutal out there. It is around 40 degrees, and the misty rain has not stopped falling today. The 2-0 to Sapiti make it the 3-0. Goes to a four-pitch walk. Scoreboard was behind there as Sapiti took four consecutive balls and puts BYU in first and second. With nobody out. So BYU's down big. 8 nothing when the inning begins. But Deming goes solo yard work to left center. And now it's a gamble single and a Sapiti walk. And Safaya Mawai can draw BYU closer and have the earlier eight-run lead with one swing of the bat. So Sofia getting his eighth start at DH today. Grounded out 1-3 in the second inning. Takes a healthy hack. A tip into the catcher's glove for strike one. Creighton last season, 31-18, and 15-5 in the Big East. That was good for second. They're 5-5 five five on this year. Yet to play a league game, of course. BYU coming in 4-9 and, and will open conference play in L.A. next weekend. After the uh, 
Last couple series, BYU's, BYU's played home to Omaha in the frigid weather at Miller Park. And here in Kansas, L.A. is going to feel pretty good next weekend. Before then, it'll be a home game with Utah on Tuesday night. 1-2 as Safaya Mawai chops foul on the ground down the first baseline. One ball, two strikes, no one out, and two on for BYU. Runner in scoring position for Mawai. Waggles the bat over his left shoulder. The left-handed hitting Mawai facing the right. He climbs over. That's given a charge to deep right, and that will indeed make it an 8-4 ball game. The Blue Jays' eight-run lead is cut in half. It's now 8-4. to four. It's a three-run shot for Safaya Mawai. It's his third home run of the year. It's BYU's second home run of the inning. And it feels like a whole new ball game. A four-run fourth and still no one out for BYU. Safaya Mawai gave it a ride to right. The Cougars' second home run of the inning and the day. And just like that, 8 nothing goes to 8-4 in a hurry. Creighton eight runs on eight hits. BYU four runs on four hits. And Jacob Wilk will step in. Still no one gone and already four runs across. And now the Creighton bullpen gets busy as Wilk fouls out of play down the first baseline. Safaya Mawai had a two-run, right a two-home run day in Lafayette against Louisiana and picks up his third home run of the season and makes it an 8-4 to ball game as Wilk waves and misses 0-2 to Jacob Wilk. Three-run home run, scoring Gamble from second and Sapiti from first, and that was just hammered to right center. The Hawaiian native Safaya Mawai, Aloha baseball. One-two to Jacob Wilk. Outside, good eye from Jacob. Two and two after an 0-2 start. The count now even at two. We've seen four home runs in this game. Two for each team. Foul tip. Count stays at two and two. A three-run home run, followed by a two-run home run for Creighton. A solo shot, followed by a three-run shot for BYU. So Creighton had scored 14 consecutive runs before the top of the fourth inning here. That's when Deming's solo shot ended that run. And now a three-run home run from Safaya Mawai. And the Creighton lead of eight has been cut in half. Delay here. As a catcher and home plate umpire Travis Olson converse and maybe exchange a baseball. Clint Wheeler at third, Trey Nelson at first, and Travis Olson, the home plate arbiter today. Two and two the count as Klein Sorge winds and deals to Jacob Wilk, and Wilk will swing out, will strike out swinging, drop to a knee on that follow through. So out number one is Jacob Wilk on a swinging strikeout. He's 0 for 2 today with two frontwards Ks. It'll bring in Alex Sardina. Sardi still looking for his first hit of the year. Squares. And squares through strike one. Flew out to left in the second. He's 0 for 5 on the year. And hasn't had a lot of at-bats. Hit number one is bound to come. See if it comes with his Cougs on the comeback trail. 8 to 4 is our score. And that drifts away. Good snag by catcher Hogan Helixo. One ball, one strike, one out, no one on. Base is clear for Alex Sardina hitting out of the 8-hole. BYU's second baseman getting his first start today. 
And that's low. Two balls and a strike to Sardi. Clive Sorge winds and deals. That's grounded to short. Well handled and well thrown. Clifford to Hayes on the 6-3. And Sardina grounds out. Two out here in the top of the fourth. Austin Denning led off the inning with a solo home run to left center. Cole Gamble singled. Ryan Sapiti walked. And then Safaya Mawai to right center with a three-run shot. Making the score 8-4 with two out. Top four. And Bryant Ball, who grounded out 6-3 in the third, hits now in the fourth. Following a batter who just grounded out 6-3, Alex Sardina. The 1-0. Goes to 1-1. One and one. Fastball grouped in at 88 miles an hour from Justin Kleinsorge. We'll see who the Cougars go to here in the bottom of the fourth. Bryce Robinson's day could be done. A swing and a miss from call from Ball. Beg your pardon. And it's one ball and two strikes. Fouled out of play. Count stays one and two. BYU Baseball brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA is a proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. BYU home to Utah on Tuesday night. And then the Cougars hit the road Thursday for three at LMU as WCC play gets underway. And that's a backwards K caught looking his ball. And that'll be a strikeout of the backwards variety. And for Kleinsorge, strikeout number six on the day through four. And so after the first four batters reach base and scored, Wilk, Sardina, and Ball go down. But for BYU, four runs on three hits. There were no errors. There was no one left on. We go bottom four. Eight to four is the score. Creighton leading it on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. We have a PZ Printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Carter Foss, the new man on the hill for BYU. Two high and tights to Andrew Meggs for a 2-0 count here in the bottom of the fourth. 8-4 the score. Creighton leading it. Carter Foss replacing Bryce Robison. Roby went three complete. Gave up eight hits, eight runs, all earned. And that's low for ball three. Roby walked two, struck out three. Didn't hit anyone through 67 pitches. Carter Foss checks in and throws three consecutive balls to second baseman Andrew Meggs here to lead off the fourth. And a walk, a four-pitch walk, and so it is in all 12 offensive innings that Creighton has had against BYU this weekend. They've had a base runner. No 1-2-3 defensive innings yet for BYU against Creighton this weekend. And after four pitches, the new pitcher gets a mound visit from Abe Alvarez. Carter Foss on the PC Printing pitching change checking at a 4.91 ERA, fifth appearance. Pitching just three and two-thirds coming in two today. Striking out six, walking six, and now make it seven on the leadoff walk to Andrew Meggs. Another inning with a base runner aboard for the Creighton Blue Jays. Our last inning saw BYU take Creighton's eight-run lead and cut it in half. A four-run fourth for BYU with two Zions Bank home runs. Home runs brought to you by Zions Bank all year. Austin Deming solo shot and Safaya Mawai three-run job. Eight to four, but the Blue Jays back with a base runner here in the bottom of the frame. And strike one taken by Nolan Clifford. 
who walked and scored in the first, struck out, flew out to right in the second. Megs on first with a walk, and that's outside edge, just missing for ball one. The left-handed hitting Clifford facing the righty thrower, Foss. Carter Foss has a brother, Cooper, who used to play for BYU. And that will be a single to right. And advancing to third ahead of the throw is Meg's trying to get to second on the throw is indeed Nolan Clifford safe. And so a single in advance on the throw as Meg's goes first to third on the single through the right side. And it's now second and third. No one out for the Blue Jays. Third time today that uh, Creighton's had a single with an advance on a throw or a throwing error. And singling was Clifford. Going to second on the throw is Clifford. And going first to third on the play is Meggs. And now it's second and third for Sterling Hayes, who doubled in a run in the first and then grounded out 5-3 in the second. He is one for two today. The 1-0. And that'll be hit to Alex Sardina. Easily handles. A run will score. One play to make. He throws to Wilk at first as the runner advances to third. Clifford will go second to third. Meggs will come around to score the Blue Jays' ninth run of the game. And the Blue, uh, Blue Jays have scored in every run, in uh, every inning in this game, and have now scored in ten consecutive innings in the series. Four in the first, two in the second, two in the third, and one so far here in the fourth. And one out, man on third, and Ben North is plunked, and he'll go to first base on an HBP. So the Sterling Hayes 4-3 ground out is an RBI ground out. Brings in Andrew Meggs. And makes the score 9-4 and another mound visit, and... Carter Foss didn't have it. Second trip, you're done. So we will take a break for a PZ printing pitching change. Nothing inspires like print. We'll have a new pitcher for BYU after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, Bryce Robison gave way to Carter Foss. Foss got just a single out and is now being replaced by Peyton Cole. So BYU's third pitcher comes in the bottom of the fourth. And again, Creighton is on a run of runs in 10 consecutive innings dating back to yesterday. Peyton Cole, the six foot two, 180-pound junior from Las Vegas. Peyton making his fifth appearance of the year, all out of the pen. A 6.00 ERA. Three innings pitched, has given up five hits in those three innings. Two runs both earned, has struck out one and walked one. Batter sitting 357 against Cole to this point. We'll see how Peyton does in a one-out, two-on situation. Runner on third, Nolan Clifford singled. Advanced on a throw, advanced on a ground out. And then Ben North hit by a pitch. The last pitch thrown by Carter Foss a moment ago. Carter threw just nine pitches and he was done. And so North at first, Clifford at third, one out, corners for Peyton Cole. BYU down 9-4. to four. And Jack Grace, who had a solo home run yesterday, singled in the first inning today, takes inside and just missing inside is Peyton Cole. 
I taught a communications course at BYU for a time. One of my students at one time was Peyton Cole. It was fun to have him in class and fun to have him on the BYU baseball team. 1-0. Breaking ball from Peyton. Well done. Inducing a swing and a miss from Grace. Count even at 1. And 1. That was off speed and breaking at 77 from Peyton. The 1-1 to Grace. And that will be a sharp single to center. It'll score a run and make it first and second. Still one out. So Jack Grace with an RBI single to center field. And it's now 10-4. As scoring on the play is Nolan Clifford from third. And it's four consecutive crooked number innings for Creighton in this game. Four in the first, two in the second, two in the third, two in the fourth. BYU took an 8-0 game, made it 8-4, but Creighton comes right back. And both teams today have as many runs as they have hits. BYU 4 on 4, Creighton 10 on 10. Ben North advancing to second. So North at second, Grace at first, and Colby Canales, who doubled and scored in the third, will step in. The right-handed hitting Canales against the righty Peyton Cole. Peyton working first base side of the rubber. And that's fouled out of play down the first baseline. No balls and a strike with one out and two on. Now this uh, frigid day. The Creighton bats have been hot from the get-go. Double-digit hits. We're not yet halfway through this one. That's high for ball one. Count even one and one from Cole. Colby Canales. Just his fifth game played. Was two for eight coming in two today. Now three for ten on the year. Was a pinch hitter last Sunday at Cal State Northridge in his last appearance. The back pick at second. Diving back ahead of the throw is Ben North. Ben North got things underway with a three-run home run in the first. That was after Crater had already taken a one-nothing lead. North made it four-nothing, extending his hit streak to six games with a three-run blast. The one-one with one out and two on. Here in the bottom of the fourth, Creighton 10, BYU 4. And Peyton just misses low and away. Fastball at 88. Peyton Cole, three-pitch mix. Fastball, slider change. Two balls and a strike to Canales. Again, back pick and a little closer this time. But safe again is North. As Sardi, covering on the play, applied the tag, but not quite in time. BYU's infield alignment, Sardina at second. Wilk over at first. Pratt at short, Deming at third. That's high on a 2-1 for three balls and a strike. Brock Watkins, the shortstop, hopefully back within a week or two. In his absence, Pratt moving from second to short, where Brock Watkins would normally be. And you miss a lot when you miss Brock. 3-1 from Peyton Cole to Colby Canales. Canales will lift it foul, stay alive in the count. Or bring it 2-3-2 with one out. Peyton Cole's fastball topping out low 90s. Change mid-70s to round 80 and same neighborhood for his slider. And that's off speed and high. 
and loads the bases. So Peyton Cole checks in and has yet to retire a batter, has given up a single and a base on balls, and now the bases are loaded. North will go to third, Grace at second, Canales at first, and Hogan Halixo, who in his last at-bat made the score... 8-0 with a two-run home run will step in. It was his first home run of the year. Bases juiced and still just one out. It's 10-4 the score. Creighton leading BYU and that's low for ball one from Cole. And no one up yet in the BYU pen, but there is activity. We should see someone throwing shortly. The 1-0. Swing and a miss. Off speed. Good change got him from Peyton. That came across at 79. And waving at it was Helixo to even the count at one and one. One ball, one strike, one out, and bases loaded. North at third, Grace at second, Canales at first. It's already a two-run inning. Foul to the screen. By Helixo. Count goes to one and two. Good for Peyton to get ahead here of Helixo. Jersey number 22 for the Creighton catcher. Making his eighth start of the season behind the plate. The 1-2. Home plate umpire today is Travis Olson and calls time as Bryant Ball will have a quick conversation with Peyton Cole. Peyton will step off the hill. He and Ball converse. Saw Bryant Ball's parents before the game. They are here out of the rain. Ducked under the awning here, the press box at Hogland Ballpark, and it's been a misty rain all day long and cold temperatures here in the Midwest. But where it's snow in Omaha, or at least there was snow forecast for Omaha today, it's only rain here in Lawrence. I say only rain. No one's pleasant uh, enjoying this day out there at all. The 1-2, players blowing on their hands, just trying to stay warm. 1-2 the count. And Helixo will take, and I thought Peyton got him, but did not get the inside call from Travis Olson. So two and two, the count is even with the bases loaded here in the bottom of the fourth. BYU four runs on four hits, two errors. Creighton ten runs on ten hits, and they are error-free. And Creighton has made a name for itself as a clean defensive program. More on that in a moment as that's in the dirt to fill the count at three and two. Under Ed Service, Creighton has had the best fielding percentage and fewest errors nationally 11 times since 2004. Rather, they have, they have the best fielding percentage and fewest errors nationally overall since 2004. 11 times they've been top 10 since 2004. That'll be a grounder to Pratt. He'll throw to Sardi for one, over to Wilk for two, and they got the double play and end the inning. Peyton Cole gets out of the jam on the 6-4-3 DP. Haligso hits into it, and the Cougars mitigate the damage at only two runs, but two runs do score for Creighton. Two runs on two hits. There were no errors, and there were three left on. We go top five, Creighton 10, BYU 4, our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Welcome back to Hogland Ballpark here in Lawrence, Kansas. We are at top five and 0-1 to Ozzie Pratt. Low for ball one. One and one count even to BYU's leadoff hitter in the inning and in the order. The shortstop, Ozzie Pratt, 0 for 2 with two strikeouts today, looking in the first, swinging in the third. 
Justin Kleinsword stays on the hill. Nubber, slow roller, scooped up by the third baseman, fires to first in time to get Ozzie Pratt. Well played by Ben North. Guns it over to Sterling Hayes and one gone. And Ozzie Pratt is now one for nine in the series. Next up, left fielder number seven, Cooper Vest. One for nine with three Ks for Ozzie. That's a 5-3 ground out for Pratt. Cooper Vest, two ground outs today, a 4-3 and a 3-1, coming in the first and third innings, respectively. Bats now in the fifth. BYU down 10-4. Creighton getting its 10 runs on 10 hits. BYU getting its four runs on four hits. Misty rain falls here in Lawrence, Kansas. Creighton is on a string of 12 consecutive innings. That is every inning of this series with a base runner. And now 10 consecutive innings with a run scored. That's remarkable. They scored in the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. Did not hit in the ninth yesterday. And then scoring in the first, second, third, and fourth today. These runs have to come to an end. BYU's due for a 1-2-3 inning. They've not had a single 1-2-3 inning on defense yet this weekend. 2-0, by the way, to Cooper Vest goes to 3-0. That was in the dirt. So Kleinsword's maybe losing it a bit here. Just threw his 80th pitch. And there's action in the Creighton bullpen. Right-hander to left-handed hitter. And pipes it in for strike one. Does what he had to do. Throws his first strike of the count. Cooper Vest hitting with a neck warmer up over his chin. Lifts that to right center field. Center fielder going back into the wall and will watch it go over the wall for the Cougars' third home run of the day. Cooper Vest with a solo shot, a one-run dinger, and the Cougs make it a 10-5 ball game. Austin Deming, a solo shot. Safaya Mawai, a three-run shot. And yard work for Cooper Vest, his third home run of the season. And that might do it, indeed, for Justin Kleinsword. Said he was struggling a bit. And the Blue Jays will go to the pen. Head coach Ed Service making the call. We'll take a 60-second break as the Cougars make it a five-run ball game. It is Creighton 10 and BYU 5 with one out in the top of the fifth. We're taking a break for a pitching change on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. A Zions Bank home run from Cooper Vest. A solo shot chases Justin Kleinsorge and makes the score 10-5. Home runs brought to you by Zions Bank. BYU's third dinger of the day. Isn't it something? Of BYU's three hits, five are home runs. 10-5, Blue Jays. New pitcher for Creighton is Tommy, rather Anthony Watts. Anthony Watts, a 6.08 ERA, 0-1 on the year. Has made two starts this year. Making his fourth appearance overall. Has pitched 13 and a third. That's the third most innings pitched by the sometime starter. Has given up 12 hits in 13 and a third. Has struck out nine. Walked three. So a three to one ratio. Certainly workable. Austin Deming steps in. Right-handed hitting Deming against the right-handed throwing. Anthony Watts. Watch jersey number 14. Takes the hill in the top of the fifth. BYU has one run across, making it a 10-5 ball game. Deming is one for one today with a walk in the first and a solo home run in the fourth. 
and takes strike one. One ball, one strike, one out, no one on for BYU. Greg Rubel with you from Hogland Ballpark here in Lawrence, Kansas. This 2,500-seat venue hosting BYU and Creighton, who fled the even colder weather in Omaha to get a couple games in. This game is almost official. Again, a take, and again, a strike. A paint job on the low outside edge. Deming will reset, exhale, tap the plate, waggle the bat, and await the 1-2 from Anthony Watts. Watts working on the third base side of the rubber. The lanky righty winds and delivers. And that's fouled to the screen by Cooper by uh, Austin Deming. Anthony Watts, if this had been a three-game series, likely would have been the third-game starter. 6-4-175. Why call him lanky? The 1-2 from Watts to Deming. The kick and deal. And good eye from Dem. That's low for ball two. The count even at two balls and two strikes. BYU baseball brought to you by Bam Bam's Barbecue, bringing you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Try our tender brisket or mouth-watering pulled pork, Bam Bam's Barbecue, located just north of BYU's campus. Bam Bam's a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. The 2-2 from Watts. That's lifted high and out of play down the first baseline. Beyond the infield training center. So the infield centers down the right field line. The outdoor but covered cages are down the left field line. That's where BYU spent the first 90 minutes of the day today. As all the batting was done there. And then they took infield right before first pitch. Was was de- delayed by an hour today. And that's skied to short left field. Third baseman and shortstop both back. Left fielder coming in. Shortstop makes the play. And the catch for out number two. Nolan Clifford. Watches it into his glove in short left field. And two gone for BYU. So Deming is retired for the first time today. Deming walked in the first, was stranded. And the solo home run to lead off the fourth as the Cougars began the comeback effort. Down 8-0 at that point. His home run made it 8-1. Safaya Mawai's three-run job made it 8-4. But then the Blue Jays have since tacked on two more to make it 10-4, 10-5 on the Cooper Vest solo home run with one out in this inning as Cole Gamble digs in and takes strike one. We're top five, almost halfway home here at Hogland Ballpark. The Hog, they call it, next to the Fog. Fog Allen Fieldhouse. BYU five runs on five hits. Creighton ten runs on ten hits. And that's high and away for Cole. Ball one to even the count at one and one. BYU 2-4 in day games. Creighton 5-4 in matinee affairs. They have a 10-5 lead. Just the third time this year Creighton has scored 10 or more. They're 1-1. One one. That's foul to the screen by Gamble. Count goes to 1-2. and two. And for BYU to win, the Cougars have to score a little more. In fact, when scoring five or fewer, and the Cougars are at five right now, BYU's 0-5 on the year. The Cougars scored six in a loss yesterday. The 1-2 to Cole. And that's in the dirt. I say dirt. Everything here is artificial. So the dirt-colored artificial surface surface BYU has the only two errors in this game. 
and now has 25 errors on the season to the opposition's seven. Creighton only nine errors on the year. And restating a point I made a moment ago as Cole takes high to fill the count. Since 2004, Creighton, of all the programs in Division I baseball, Creighton has the fewest errors and best fielding percentage in all of baseball over nearly two decades. So the nine-error number, not surprising. 3-2, with two out, no one on. And Cole will send that back to the backstop. And again, an explosion of mist off the screen as the ball hits the twine. It's just been raining from the get-go since early morning today. Again, it's not, a, it's not a torrential downpour. It's a consistent, steady, cold mist. It becomes drizzle and then backs off. But either way, you're cold and you're wet if you're out there today. And that's fouled out of play over the screen down the third baseline. This Creighton team picked second in the preseason Big East poll. Haven't played a home game yet. This is their 11th game of the year. They were supposed to be at home to BYU at at Charles Charles Schwab Field, Omaha. Home of the College World Series, also their home. But, of course, the series moved down to Lawrence. 3-2 to Cole Gamble. Full count, two out, no one on. And Cole again stays alive in the count by falling it back over the press box. So Creighton was to have had four home games this week. Their Tuesday game with Omaha. Their crosstown brethren was called off due to weather. And then, of course, their three-game set with BYU became a two-game set and changed cities. 3-2 again to Gamble. Bases clear. BYU down 10-5, top five. Anthony Watts. Delivers with five on the pitcher count. And grounds it back to the pitcher, does Gamble. He'll underhand scoop it to Sterling Hayes, and that'll be out number three. BYU with one run on one hit. There were no errors. There was no one left on. We go bottom five, and 10-5 to five is our score. Blue Jays lead BYU on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Tate Gillen leads off the bottom of the fifth for the Creighton Blue Jays. Peyton Cole stays on the hill for BYU third pitcher for the Cougs today. And Peyton goes off speed for strike one. Called strike on Gillen. Gillen today walked and scored in the second. Flew out to left in the third. He's 0 for 1 officially. Peyton working briskly on this brisk day and delivers low for ball one. Count even one and one. Fouled out of play down the third baseline. One and two. BYU's being out hit 10 to 5 right now. And the Cougs have not won a game in which they've been out hit all year. 0 oh, and 6 when being out hit as they are currently. One ball, two strikes to the right fielder, Tate Gillen. That snaps the glove just outside for two balls and two strikes. Home plate umpire Travis Olson, Trey Nelson at first, Clint Wheeler at third. Wheeler was the home plate umpire yesterday. BYU chartering home after the game, hosting Utah Tuesday. And that's driven sharply to center. One hopper to Cole Gamble. It'll be a single. And having to get back as Cole gunned it all the way to Jacob Wilt, throwing behind the runner who did scurry back. Tate Gillen has his first hit of the day. And I'm sad to say that (laughs) Creighton's streak... 
of consecutive innings with a base runner is now 13 and counting. Creighton had a base runner in all eight offensive innings yesterday and all five today. So 13 straight innings played with a base runner for the Blue Jays. No 1-2-3 defensive innings for BYU yet in this series. Now, can the Cougars end the Blue Jays' run of consecutive innings with a run? As the Blue Jays have scored in 10 consecutive innings. The last six yesterday and the first four today. They have the lead runner on for the top of the order for Nolan Sailors, the center fielder. who's two for three today with two runs scored. One ball, no strikes. Gillen at first with a single to center. The 11th hit of the day. Peyton will check Gillen at first on a throwback. Gillen back easily. Sailors awaits the 1-0. Ten-game hit streak for Sailors, and hit number 10 came with his first at-bat of the day. Double in the first. Came around to score. On a Sterling Hayes double. And stealing second is Tate Gillen. The throw was there, but bounced out of the glove of Ozzie Pratt. Thought it was going to be there in time, but either way, it's a stolen base. Just the fifth stolen base of the year for the Blue Jays. And for Tate Gillen, that is steal number one on stolen base attempt number one. So man on second now, scoring position, no one out for Sailors. The 1-1 goes to 2-1 and one as... Peyton Cole delivers outside. Let's explore the WCC scoreboard brought to you by Explore Utah Valley. Enjoy Utah Valley's unique entertainment options. Choose from axe throwing, jewelry making, chocolate tasting, and more, all nestled in Provo's quaint downtown. Find your happy here. Learn more at utah-valley.com. Explore Utah Valley brings us the Explore, the WCC scoreboard. Top seven at San Francisco, Yale leads USF 3-1. Top five at St. Mary's, Gales leads Xavier 4-0. Top six at Pacific, Northridge a 2-1 lead over the Tigers. Bottom second between Loyola Marymount and Vanderbilt. And that's 0-0. San Diego's at TCU, trailing 1-0 in the top of the second. Later today, the second of two between Yale and USF. Cal State Fullerton at Pepperdine. Xavier and St. Mary's will play a second of two. UC Irvine at Gonzaga. Niagara at Portland. Villanova at Santa Clara. And that Cal State Fullerton-Pepperdine doubleheader today actually is already underway with that game scoreless in the bottom of the first. As caught looking on the 2-2 is Nolan Sailors. Sailors will be the first out of the fifth inning. said looking swinging by Sailors. A frontwards K and that's a swing and a miss from Andrew Meigs. So can the Cougars put a zero across defensively for the first time in 11 innings? Let's find out together. The 0-1, one one out, one on for Meigs and he'll ground it up the middle. Hoovered up by Ozzie Pratt. Fires to first. Advancing to third on the throw is Tate Gillen but it's two gone on the 6-3 ground out. So, BYU indeed is one out away from ending Creighton's consecutive scoring run at 10 consecutive innings. There is a runner at third. Gillen advancing on the 6-3 ground out, having stolen second base before that. So, Nolan Clifford. It's up to Clifford to continue the Blue Jays' scoring streak 
and extend it to 11 innings. If he goes out here, it'll be a zero for BYU defensively for the first time since the second inning yesterday. 10-5 is our score. Creighton leading BYU 10-5 in the bottom of the fifth. This game is almost official. It was one of those days where for a while it appeared like the weather might factor into this being an early day. We'll see how they play it out the rest of the way. Still a misty rain falling here in Lawrence. 2-0 from Peyton Cole to Nolan Clifford. High 3-0. Clifford today walked and scored in the first, flew out to right in the second, singled and scored in the fourth. Scored on a Jack Grace single. A 3-0 from Peyton. And that is a four-pitch walk of Jack, or beg your pardon, Nolan Clifford. So first and third now, runners on the corners for Sterling Hayes. Hayes with two RBI today. An RBI double in the first. He scored on a three-run home run. He struck out swinging in the second. Hit by a pitch stranded in the fourth. The right-handed hitting Hayes. Facing Cole, the righty thrower. I'm going to restate the uh, Hayes line here in a moment. As the off-speed change from Peyton Cole is called strike one. The 0-1 with two out and two on. Hayes today, RBI double in the first and then a pair of ground outs, but his second ground out did score a run. It's fouled out of play for strike two. So, BYU's a strike away from putting a zero on the board on defense for the first time in 11 innings. Creighton was scoreless in the first two innings yesterday, and they've scored in every inning since. And that's outside. They don't get the punch out there. It's a bit of a chase pitch from Cole. One ball, two strikes, two out runners on the corners. Clifford at first and Gillen at third. Sterling Hayes is the batter. The one-two. Throwback first, two first. Clifford dives back. Sterling Hayes, the on-base percentage and base on balls leader for the Blue Jays coming in two today. Getting his ninth start at first base. Peyton Cole looks to his pitchcom LED display on the wristband. The 1-2, that's high. Runner takes off and the throw will not come. And so it'll be second and third with a 2-2 count. No throw from Bryant Ball. To give Clifford a stolen base on that. This inning began with a Gillen single, a Sailors strikeout, a Meg's ground out, a base on balls to Clifford. And now it's second and third after Clifford's stolen base. And that will be inside the left field line, a double to the left field corner. Cooper Vest will track it down. Two more will score. And the Creighton scoring run continues. BYU was a strike away from getting out of it. It is a fifth consecutive crooked number inning today an 11th consecutive inning with a run scored and Creighton extends the lead to 12-5. Wow. Two run double to the left field corner 
from Sterling Hayes. Scores Clifford from second, Gillen from third. And the lead is extended for the Blue Jays. 12-5 to five is the score now. The Cougars do their best to make inroads, but it has been a tough go of it. The Creighton bats will not be silenced. That's a tough one. Peyton Cole had a 1-2 count. Just could not get that third strike. Ben North now digs in. Runner in scoring position is Hayes at second after a two RBI double. And that'll be dirted for a two ball count. Two and oh with two out and one on. Creighton today, four in the first, two in the second, two in the third, two in the fourth, two in the fifth, 12-5. 12 runs on 12 hits. BYU five runs on five hits. The Cougs have the only two errors on the day. It has been non-stop offense for the Blue Jays since the third inning yesterday. Ball gets away from Bryant Ball. Charging toward third and holding there is Sterling Hayes. We'll see if they call that past or wild. Either way, runner on third, now two out. They call it wild. Did skip away from Brian Ball, did his best on it. 3-0 and the count. Two out, runner on third is Sterling Hayes. A two out, a two, out two RBI double, and now advancing to third on a wild pitch. And that's a 3-0 strike delivered. Fastball at 87 from Peyton Cole. 3-1. and one. Creighton took a lead early and has never relinquished it. BYU's tried to... Get back in it. Chip away, chip away. In fact, a four-run fourth. Cut an eight-run deficit 2-4. But since then, BYU's been outscored 4-1. to one. Fouled out of play down the right field line. Count will be full. Two out. And a runner on third is number two, Sterling Hayes. So BYU will go to the sixth. Down big. Drew Kooks trying to avoid, avoid falling to 4-10 and ten on the year. They've lost three in a row coming in two today. The 3-2, and that's chopped on the ground foul to the BYU dugout area. Due up for BYU, Sapiti, Mawai, and Wilk in the top of the sixth. Full count pitch from Peyton is inside, up around the shoulders. That'll be a walk. So Ben North will take his base. And now it's runners on the corners. Action in the BYU bullpen and a visit to the mound. And the Cougars will go to the pen for a PZ printing pitching change. We're taking a break as the Cougars will bring in their fourth pitcher of the day. We'll tell you who it is in a minute on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It's time for a PZ Printing Pitching Change brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. We welcome into the game the 6'6", 210-pound freshman from Pleasanton, California, Ben Hansen. Ben's brother, Brett, also on the roster. It's a medical year for Brett. His brother, Ben, takes the hill as BYU's fourth pitcher of the day. In a game, BYU trails by a score of 12-5. to Ben Hansen, a pretty tidy 2.70 ERA. Started one game. This is his fourth appearance. He's pitched 10 innings and a strikeout per inning. Has walked six. Given up eight hits, eight runs, but only three of them earned. 
here in this game. All 12 runs scored by the Blue Jays have been earned. Yesterday, of the eight Creighton scored, only five were earned. And with the new pitcher, we have a new hitter, a pinch hitter. Ben Gabur enters the game, hitting for Jack Grace. Runners on first and third, and two gone here in the bottom of the fifth. Already two across for the Blue Jays, who lead 12-5. to Ben Hansen's first pitch. 89-mile-per-hour fastball driven to right field. Sapiti going back and to the track, and it's over the wall. The first pitch from Ben Hansen leaves the yard. A three-run shot and a 10-run lead. It's 15-5, a five-run fifth for the Creighton Blue Jays. Pinch Pinch hitter Ben Gabur with his first homer of the season. He was hitting 0-34. Before that blast, one for 29 on the year, two for 30 in a big, big way on a big, big day for the Creighton offense. 15 to 5. Ben Hansen resettles and faces Colby Canales. We're still in the bottom of the fifth. The Ben Gabur three run home run makes it 15 to 5. Fouled back to the screen by Canales. Three-run home run. Second three-run home run of the day for the Blue Jays. Scoring our Hayes from third and North from first. The 1-1 becomes a 1-2 on a swing and a miss from Canales. Ben Gabur, of all people, one for 29 on the year, no home runs. And he laced that to the opposite field. The right-handed hitting Gabur as the count goes to two and two from Hansen. Two balls, two strikes, two out bases clear. Three and two. The full count, two out delivery from Hansen. The righty kicks and deals, and that is given a charge to left field, left center. Best back and on the track makes the catch. The inning is over. But for Creighton, five runs on three hits. There were no errors and no one left on. We go to the top of the sixth. Creighton 15, BYU 5 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, the Creighton Blue Jays just cannot stop scoring 11 consecutive innings with runs dating back to yesterday. And 13 consecutive innings every inning of this series with base runners. We start the top of the sixth. Uh, Ryan Sapiti takes a strike one from Anthony Watts, the Blue Jays' second pitcher to be used today. BYU's used four. The fourth, Ben Hansen, saw his first pitch out of the pen leave the yard for a three-run shot a few moments ago. The 0-1 to Sapiti. He lifts that down the first baseline into dead ball foul territory. So new, no balls and two strikes to BYU's right fielder Sapiti. Just wonder if it's it's got to happen, right? The next three innings for BYU that they get a, a clean 1-2-3 defensive inning. The Blue Jays have not gone down in order yet in this series. High for ball one. One ball, two strikes. 
Well, BYU's hit the two-error number today, and uh, the Cougars are 1-7 with two or more errors this season. Creighton error-free, BYU two miscues. When BYU plays error-free, they are 2-0, and but it's only happened twice all year. 15-5, Blue Jays were top six. And that's a grounder to third. Collected at chest level. Solid fire to first from the third baseman, Ben North. North to Sterling Hayes, and on the 5-3 ground out, one is gone for BYU here in the top of the sixth. We'll bring up Safaya Mawai. Mawai, two for, uh, one for two today, a 1-3 ground out in the second, then a three-run home run that made it 8-4. The Cougars are still in the game at 8-4. And that was four runs across with no one out in the fourth, but strikeout, ground out, strikeout, and the BYU threat ended. And that came out of the bottom third of the order, and the bottom third of the order has really struggled for BYU in this series. Strike taken from Mawai, 0-1. Rain a little heavier now. And with this game official and sitting at 10 runs, the deficit into the sixth, I wonder if there might be a conversation amongst umpires and coaches. Nubber to short, a one-hop handled by Clifford. Fire to Hayes at first and a 5-3 ground out followed by a 6-3 ground out and two are out for BYU in the top of the sixth. Jacob Wilk due up. BYU has gone down in order once today in the third inning. Ground out, strike out, ground out. And now they're ground out, ground out. Maybe looking at their second 1-2-3 inning on offense. And there were some of those yesterday as well. So BYU's gone in order multiple times, but it hasn't happened to Creighton yet in this series. BYU went in order yesterday in the first and the fourth and the sixth. And today in the third so far. And two up, two down here in the sixth. So those one, two, three innings that have happened for BYU on multiple occasions have just not happened yet at any point for Creighton. Every inning is a base runner, at least one, if not more. 1-1. Lifted foul. Right field line. One ball, two strikes. One out, and the Cougars down 10 with BYU batting in the top of the sixth inning. Jacob Wilk has hits in five of his last six games. Nothing today, though. Strikeouts swinging in the second and the fourth. He's 0 for 2. Yesterday, he was 1 for 2 with a double and an RBI. Righty v. Righty here. That's piped in, but just away for 2 and 2, the count. Alex Sardina is next in the order. See what Wilk can do here. Working third base side of the rubber is Anthony Watts, the would-be weekend starter in a three-game weekend. Comes in out of the pen, getting his work in as the replacement for Justin Kleinsorge. Kleinsorge today went four and a third. Watts is through one and a third as the count goes full to three and two. Full count to Wilk. Watts. Wind and deal. And that's a walk. So, Cougars do not go down in order. Jacob Wilk draws his third base on balls of the series. Drew a bases loaded walk for a run yesterday. I said Wilk was a one for two yesterday. His one hit was a single. I think I said double. It was a single. But this is now his third base on balls of the series. He's at first for Alex Sardina. 
And Sardi sees strike one delivered high in the zone, but taken for the 0-1. 86-mile-per-hour fastball from Anthony Watts. The 22nd action count, pitch count, down to 10. As Watts starts his motion, and Sardi will lift it into dead ball territory down the right field line. Goes to no balls and two strikes to Alex Sardina. Sardi today is 0 for 2 on the year. He's 0 for 6. Was 0 for 2 yesterday with a base on balls. BYU's down 15 to 5. And the Blue Jays' economical 15 runs on 13 hits. That's ball one. Chase pitch for Sardi. One ball, two strikes. One out, one on. The one on is Jacob Wilk drawing a two-out walk here in the top of the sixth. This game is almost exactly two hours old on a frigid day here in Lawrence, Kansas. Cold and wet. And that's laced through the legs of the first baseman. Second baseman collects, scoops to the pitcher. Got him! Oh, what a play! Sardi can't believe he was beat. Covering on the play was Watts. It ricochets off the first baseman, Hayes, to the second baseman, Meggs. And the scoop goes to Watts, who barely beats Sardi at first. And that will do it for BYU in the sixth. On an unconventional ground out for Alex Sardino. We go bottom six. Blue Jays up 10, 15 to 5 for BYU. No runs, no hits, no errors. A man was left on. We go bottom six, Creighton 15, BYU 5 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Three defensive changes for BYU in the bottom of the sixth inning. As going to left field is Luke Anderson. Moving from left to first is Cooper Vest in place of Jacob Wilk. And replacing Ryan Sapedi in right is Tate Gamble. So Vest stays in the game, but goes to first. Entering the game, Anderson at left and Gamble in right. Ben Hansen on the hill. With his team down 10, 15-5. Ben Hansen, three-pitch mix, fastball, slider, change. Fastball gets up to 91, slider 79-83. to 83, And a change in the same vicinity. That's fastball from Hansen at 87 for strike one. To the number eight hitter in the order. Number one hitter in the inning, leading off is Hogan Halikso. Halikso. With a two-run home run in the third, his first of the year. One ball, one strike. Second pitch called ball. The 1-1 from Hansen. And that's grounded to first. Cooper Vest will scoop and take it himself. Unassisted ground out for Halikso. Swung down on that. Golfed it off one hop to Vest and one gone. As soon as one gets gone with the first batter, I start thinking about that 1-2-3 inning that has not come for BYU on defense yet. Off speed stays high for ball one. 11 consecutive innings with runs for Creighton and every inning of the series with a base runner. That's 13 and counting. And that's off the fist back to the screen and he, yes, shakes the hand on this cold, wet day. That one he had to feel right around the handle. One ball, one strike, one out and no one on for Creighton. K-1 
Can the Cougars get that elusive one, two, three inning for the first time in this series? And can they keep the Blue Jays off the board for the first time since the second inning of yesterday's game? Starting in the third inning yesterday. One in the third, one in the fourth, two in the fifth, one in the sixth, two in the seventh, one in the eighth. They did not hit in the ninth. Then today, four in the first, two in the second, two in the third, two in the fourth, five in the fifth. And that's in around the belt buckle on Tate Gillen. Two balls, two strikes. Count even with one gone. That stays high. Three balls and two strikes. Count is full to Gillen. Gillen, a lefty bat out of the nine hole. Just three lefty bats in the lineup today. And that's opposite field, but foul down the third base line. Jake Porter will give chase as that ball bounded off the fencing down the left field line. Three balls, two strikes, one out, base is clear. Lights on on a cold, gray, cold, wet, windy sometimes day here in Lawrence. And that is a backwards K. A caught looking is Tate Gillen. And so with that strikeout, the first two batters have been retired for Creighton. And that's the first time today that the first two batters have gone down. And a called strike. So this might be the elusive inning. BYU's been searching for the entire series. A clean 1-2-3 inning on defense with no base runners. It would also be the first blanking of an inning since the second inning yesterday. 0-1 from Hansen. 0-2 on a mighty swing and a miss from Sailors. The top of the order is up. Nolan Sailors, the center fielder. And now the Cougs are a strike away from getting out of this inning without allowing a run and without allowing a base runner. It's taken a while for us to get to this point. No balls, two strikes, two out, bases clear. Hanson kicks and deals. And that's hit in the air, foul down the third baseline. Count stays 0-2. This Creighton Blue Jay team came into the series not hitting a great number. 247 when the series began yesterday and they were up 12 points after yesterday's game and up even more now the 0-2 oh, doesn't get the call low and away below the kneecaps one ball two strikes BYU's next four games home to Utah Tuesday then three in LA against LMU's WCC play starts next weekend Nolan Sailors at bat one and two the count to Sailors Ben kicks and fires and that's grounded to Cooper Vest, and there it is. For the first time in this series, a 1-2-3 inning for the Cougs on defense. Cooper Vest with two unassisted putouts, and that'll take us to the top of the seventh. So, for the first time since the second inning yesterday, the Blue Jays are blanked. No runs scored. That ends their streak of 11 consecutive innings with a run and their streak of 13 consecutive innings with a base runner. We go top seven. BYU down big. 15-5, Blue Jays lead it on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.